brown eyed girl playing my guitar like a brown eyed girl. the way to the other side ride the way to the other side playing my guitar like a brown-eyed girl playing my guitar like a brown-eyed girl Volleyball, I 
Take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale. They're not making more land, we're not getting any younger. Every day's the first day of summer. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. She's chilling like Bob Dylan, like a match, only cash. She's a man with six strings attached. Just a man, just a man. Oh man! Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Lovely cantina. Kicking back in the Latin America club. I'm taking the Muni back to the real San Pancho. Uh -huh. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Just a frog, frog in the summer wind, just a frog. 
frog in the summer with Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Just a frog in the summer wind, just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. El Rey, Del Verano, Del Beso. bad host i wasn't paying attention to the time and hey all right uh hey everybody it's time for the <laughs> it's time for happy hour hey it's late i'm sorry that we started nine minutes late i'm terrible i was having fun outside and we've got comedians inside i need to make a list i'm gonna figure some stuff out and we're gonna be back we have an outside show at seven that's gonna be fun it's gonna be clean but inside right now um, everyone gets to be dirty, and that's great. So um, make a list. I'll turn up the volume so everybody can hear. And fuck, I'm completely unprepared today. I am so remiss. Apologies all around. I should say that um, mu uh, this show was the number three show in July and had over 30,000 downloads, which is really nice. But Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse in June got tons and tons of downloads. It was the number one show, and that was really great. And I have no idea why. I think it was, I don't know, I don't know why. People are listening. Thank you for listening. I have to choose a CD, motherfuckers. Ah, ah. This is not clean. Okay. Make a list. Somebody make a list. Okay, good. And I'm fucking with the law, but I'm riding in my form. Whole time going to shows, and I know that she going. Pop popping in the Lambo, and I ain't popping in the Bentley. Wanna ride with me, and I got my semi tuck. Riding in a Rari, and I'm rolling on the Benz. Fucking on the flat, and I'm fucking on the bed. What you really want to see, and I know that you going. Whole time, and shawty, but you said that you going. And I got all my niggas, and I got them, but they with me. Yeah, I got them in the cut, got shooting threes. What you really want to see, and I two, three, but rolling in a Rari. And I'm rolling in 
in the form. Yeah, I know you're born. Yeah, I know you're doing. Yeah, you wanna fuck with Savage Love, nigga, in the form. I wish, yeah, when we throw shit. And I ain't never scared of nothing, no shit. Pretty little thing, and I hope you not a thot. But you rolling on my block, and you fucking with the offers. With the fans on time, get nobody pop, get a they saw the group mask. There's, there's, um, keep the door closed because we're close to the public. That's important to know. And uh, only comedians are allowed in here and people that we know because we're close to the public. There's gloves, fresh gloves up there, and you wear a mask. There's fuck whatever you want to do. There's fresh mic condoms if you want them. They're in a little thingy next to there. Thanks for uh, donating to Mutiny Radio. That's really great. We really appreciate that. Trying to stay alive past. October. Let's get this started because I didn't realize we were late. Hey, your first comedian, he is super funny. He's just joined us, but last week I enjoyed his uh, bachelor joke so much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Thomas G. I know I ain't yeah, I know you doing. Yeah, you wanna fuck with South Stove Nick and the farm out west. Yeah, when we talk. I would always like this to be my walk up song. Something, you know. Something New York, 21st century, like a chinks drugs sort of French Montana type vibe. It's kind of me. Hey, guys, do you think uh, when Morrissey sings Happy Birthday, he's like, Happy Birthday to you? Or do you think he's like, Happy Birthday, it's the happy, happiest birthday to you, to you. And it's all another year on this earth for you, for you. What do you guys think? Probably the second one. I found out the other day that the, uh, the two most sought after uh, vintage car models right now are Volkswagen buses and Ford Broncos, which means that car people have a deep-rooted nostalgia for both hippies and acquitted murderers. It seems limited to cars, though. Like, I can't really remember the last time I saw anyone wearing, like, bell-bottoms and beads and stuff, like, outside of the hate, maybe. And I almost never see anyone wearing too small gloves not a lot of, not a lot of too small gardening glove people wearing them out there. I wonder if the same people who uh, fantasize about owning a Ford Bronco fantasize about driving it at 20 miles per hour north on the I-5 with $10,000 in their car having in the middle of a nervous breakdown. Probably not. Those people probably have CTE, though. So they're pretty close to juice as it is. I probably gave like, a bunch of kids CTE that year. I beat up all those eight-year-olds. I was nine. I was nine and I was playing football. I played football for six years, actually, as you can see. Um, I remember uh, going in my second year for registration. And uh, they have weight classes, right? So they keep the kids, they try to keep the kids safe and without as many brain injuries as possible. And so it was up to like 85 pounds. And then it was 85 to 115 pounds was the next uh, level. And I comfortably made the first, the lower league, the first year. This year I come in, weigh in, I'm 85.3 pounds or something like that. And my dad is like, how much longer is this registration open? And they go, probably about an hour, about an hour or so. He goes, all right, cool. We'll be back. <laughs> so we go out to the car. It's like 90 degrees in like August in Chicago. And we put a, uh, 
a sweater, like this giant, like gnarly sweater my dad had from college over me. And I'm just running around this field, like sweat is running into my eyes for like 30 minutes, like 30, like way overkill. I could have probably just gone and like peed, but like we just, we just absolutely got after it. And I went back in there, I stepped on the scale after I had gone to the bathroom and taken off everything except my shorts. And I was like 84.5 pounds. Just made it, just made it. Ran through about 100 kids that year. Gave all of them CTE. And, that's <laughs> and that is the closest I've ever felt to being O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Don't need a Bronco when you're bigger than everybody. Um, I suppose I'd like to, like to end with an impression. Um, this is an Italian grandfather opening a present. Italian grandfather opening a present on his birthday. Okay. Oh, you guys, you're all here. It's great. It's great. What do you got for me? Oh, God bless you. God bless you. We can reuse the paper. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, wow. Oh, God bless you. It's a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. It's got a man in a rocking chair. And it says, Grandpa Rocks. Oh, you guys. Oh, come here. Come here. Give me a kiss. Oh. Oh, you guys, you're yeah, oh, just the best. Oh. All right, that's it. Thomas G, everyone. Thomas G. Yay. Hey, uh, so that's an old mic condom, and if you want to change it, they're to your left on the little thing behind the donation jar. So you just great grab into the little baggie, and there's gloves if you feel like you need them. I just want everyone to feel fucking safe, all right? Uh, your next comedian, uh, he is the safest of uh, Mike hosts. He's been doing some underground shows. Shh, don't tell anybody. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Josh Kahn. Yay. I'm short. I have to always wrestle with the mic stand before I come up. Every other comedian is taller than me. Feel sorry for me. Oh, and an awe. An awe rippled through the crowd. Oh, yeah. No, I, I yes. I love the A's. Uh, I, I, I love baseball, but I think there's a lot of other stuff that's happening in the country that's more important. So I rewrote the song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Do you guys want to hear my new version? Okay. Yeah. Seventh inning stretch here at the ball game in 2021. Here's what you sing. Take me out to the protest. Push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This fascist state is a shame. For it's one, two, three turns for Trump to play fucked up games. Do, do, do. Play ball!
Like your average ba- yeah, thank you. <laughs> your average baseball fan is like so out of touch, you know. They're all baseball fans are, is somebody's old dad. Who George Floyd who? What? Brianna who? What? We stopped calling them coloreds and started calling them Negroes, and now they want to be called people of color. What do you want from me? That's the old guy at the baseball game I sit next to. We get to that song, and it gets to that old guy, and it gets to that part in the song where it's like, if they don't win, it's a shame. And the old guy's like, because it's one, two, three, four, five. What? What are we doing? That's your average baseball fan. But, yeah, I know baseball's back. Nobody who's under 65 gives a shit. Um, but, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad those guys have something to do. I'm sorry. My head is, like, bouncing around all over the place. I have ADHD, HD, which means that I have attention deficit hyperactive disorder in 5K. Your TV is probably not even compatible with how hyperactive that I, I am inside. I'm just jumping all over the place. Um, I, I love you guys for being here. Thank you. So it's great to be anywhere during uh, the COVID. They got this quarantine on and I got to do for me and mine. Am I right, Rachel? <laughs> Hell yeah. Drink. I'm going to drink some of that code red. <laughs> Sorry. Am I spoiling your set? Before you? Okay. <laughs> uh, I've been on like, I've been on, I've been going crazy at home. Crazy. Um, I've been on two websites, basically the entire, entire quarantine. You can guess what they are. Facebook. And Pornhub, right? And they're basically the same website. Right? One website, like, you get naked before the world and do something you'll really regret, and you try to take it down, and you post it, you take it down, but people have screenshotted it, and they're jacking off to it already, and it ruins your life. The other website is Pornhub. I don't... I won't say that I don't like any of my friends on Facebook because some of them are in this room that I actually do like, but the majority of my friends on Facebook, it's like I got to see them a lot of time in real life and I don't want to. And all the friends I have on Pornhub, I wish I could run into in real life, but I never do. And that sucks. And my friends on Facebook always want like 20 minutes worth of like, fill out this survey, like do this, do that, like, you know. Oh, sign this petition, do that, and then all all my friends on Pornhub just they all just want to see me fuck my girlfriend, so and they all want to reciprocate, so it's like that's worked out. Okay, that was a great joke, I think. This is going well. This has gone well. I wonder if racist though, like when they were kids and they watched the X Men cartoons, you know, like that we all watched uh, that we all watched growing up. Do racist adults like cheered for the Sentinels back when they were watching those cartoons? Like, they were like, oh, I love Professor X. Like, he's got that haircut that I really like that all my adult friends have. But uh, but Storm, she's half black, and that gave me an erection. So I hate the X-Men. Let's watch Fantastic Four. They're all white. Hey, guys, uh, what do Nazis not see? Yahtzee. Uh, okay. What's the board game for Jews? Clue. It was Anne Frank in the attic with the candlestick. <laughs> okay, I'll, wait, wait, wait. knock knock. Antifa. Who are you, the fucking feds? Antifa is, is anybody who doesn't like fascism. Let, let's hold on. Let's let's see some ID before I tell you Antifa who here. Okay, 
Guys, everybody, let's MAGA, right? MAGA, make Antifa great again. All right, this has been an Antifa cell leader meeting. You guys are all on a government watch list now. My name is Josh Kahn. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Make sure to donate to mutinyradio.fm. These are all jokes. This isn't uh, this isn't an Antifa cell leader uh, mission headquarters. We used to have an AA meeting here though, and that was exciting. <laughs> we used to have an AA meeting here for artists, and it was really important. And they asked me every week, Pam, are you sure you don't want to come? <laughs> They're like, they'd send me messages every week. So we're doing it again at eight. Yeah, you. We've been paying our dues. Are you sure you don't want to show up and just you know? Figure your shit out a little bit. No, I'm cool. Thanks. Your next comedian, she's on a bender too. Clap your hands together. It's Rachel Pinson. Usually I know it's me because you say she. This time I was like, oh yeah, on a bender? That's probably me. Actually, I was like, what's up, my non essentials? What's up, my essentials? Um. Porter dog. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use my time on the mic to pet this doggy. Gonna listen, buddy. COVID's great. I haven't had to brush my hair since March. <laughs> that joke is for the listening audience. Uh, I realize some of the benefits of wearing a mask, like uh, my boss can't smell my beer breath. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, uh, right, okay, um, anyway. Everyone's like, oh, you need to buy a bunch of toilet paper. We're all going to run out of toilet paper. All the toilet paper's off the shelves. But, like, nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know, because I'm lonely. <laughs> you get it, yeah. <laughs> it's like you've heard that joke before. Um, I have... <laughs> I'm like not sure which ones I've done. I think I have new jokes. I'm not sure. Mask culture's mosque mask culture's interesting, you know? It's like we were all wearing a mask, but at least people were more upfront about it. I saw this guy <laughs> I saw this guy shooting up with a mask on. Like obviously the mask is for my safety, you know, like my health and safety. San Francisco's interesting, like people are really progressive. I remember seeing this guy take a, a used heroin needle without the needle in it to freebase heroin off of a used piece of tinfoil, like reduce, reuse, relapse, right? That's pretty, it's <laughs> pretty progressive. Like it's not gonna go up some turtle's nose, you know? It's pretty, <laughs> a magical place where I wished what I stepped in was dog shit, you know? Like, it's good, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Today's my sister's birthday. She turns 40. <laughs> and, you know, uh, she's a super narcissist. I, did, like, did this show once in my hometown, and she came out to see me. And she's like, how many of your jokes are about me? And I was like, none, actually. Like, I don't have, like, you're not that interested. I don't want to, like, throw your life under the bus like that. And then she's like, oh, man, I don't feel good. I'm going to go home. And she didn't even stay for myself. Like, what? None of this is about me, but... You know, she made it, though. She made it onto my set. I have a joke about her now. That was for you, sis, if you're listening. <laughs> um, family's interesting. One time, like, I smoked, uh, I smoked cigarettes. She didn't. 
And one time she was like, Rachel, I'm trying to do a love spell. Can you just like, when you smoke your cigarette, can you make the ash be as long as possible because I'm going to use it? And I'm like, okay. So I did it, and I put in this thing. I'm like, here you go. And then I found out later, like, she was smoking crack. Like, she used that <laughs> to filter. I was like, that wasn't like a, okay. <laughs> like, good times, you know. Um, in the Pinson household, um, I had a boyfriend, and we're not together anymore. Uh, we quit drinking together, and then I started drinking alone. That might have had something to do with it. I don't, I don't know. COVID's a, a good time to break up with a, <laughs> with a clingy boyfriend, you know? It's like, hey, man, if you're not going to respect the 100 yards that the court said, you can give me the six feet that the CDC said, you know? <laughs> like, at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm a hippie, but I'm really bad at it because um, I really like taking showers eating meat and I don't think like shoving a crystal up my pussy is going to cure my yeast infection like I don't <laughs> I don't see the science behind that like no matter how many times I've tried you know I just kind of like fell into the lifestyle like um like the free travel like who doesn't want to be homeless across every major city in America you know like the free drugs you know when you're like a 20 something hippie people will just give you drugs and let you sleep in their vans it's cool <laughs> It's like, the wondering, like, was I in an open relationship, or did I get tricked into joining some kind of weird uh, sex cult? <laughs> Again, man, like, <laughs> fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, STD. <laughs> okay, thanks, bye. Rachel Ending on an STD joke like a professional. That was right. I got my first STD from marriage. at sexually transmitted debt. That's what that is, STD. That's all you get. It's just a contract, you dumb fucks. All right, she's next. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Alessandra. Hi, you guys. I'm going to change the mic condom for a second. Oh, it's the glove. Ooh. <laughs> We got a hand job over here. <laughs> Yee! <laughs> That's cool. So I didn't want to come and do the open mic because I don't know what to say, but I'll say something. Uh, yeah, um, I'm from Italy. Like everyone knows that already, right? But you don't know where I've learned my English, you know? Because I didn't learn English when I was in Italy. I learned English when I went to India. I'm not kidding you guys, I did. <laughs> and when I went back to Europe, I speak like this. In fact, for years I had an accent that kind of sound a bit. I know that people say you can't do accent because it's cultural appropriation, but I've learned English there. But dude, what can I do? I learned, and people was like, "Are you from India?" I was like, "No, why do you ask? I'm not from India. I'm from Italy. You <laughs> know what I mean? I can make chai, but <laughs> and chapati too. You know, very good, really." <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, the cultural appropriation of people. It's like, you know, the people get offended if you do accent. I'm like, who, the Indian? Who gets offended? No, white people. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> you know, because yes, I look like a Karen, but I'm a very deceiving one. I'm here to shut down your mic. I want to talk to your manager. Pam, are you the manager? 
I'm gonna call the police on you guys. I'm Karen, okay? Don't joke about that shit, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I look white, but you know, I'm Italian. In Europe, we got the 50 shade of white. It's true, we do. We got the freaking like albino up north, and then we got the Turks, the Greeks, the Italians. You know, we're still white, kind of. We're like, it goes with the Middle East. It's time to get Middle Eastern, but until Greek, you're still like in that shade of white, you know. So I'm like, you know, I'm in between the Caucasian and the African, so I'm like a cappuccino white. That's my (laughs) fucking color, right? Being Italiana is also pretty weird because uh, we're all pretty crazy for various reasons. Because if you think you were born in a fascist country, well, (laughs) welcome to my world. (laughs) We invented fascism. (laughs) We brought it from the Roman Empire up to England. We created the British Empire that brought it right here (laughs) for you guys, for your (laughs) pleasure and and suffering at the same time. Mostly suffering, but pleasure too. America is very pretty. It's a pretty spoiled country, I gotta say. Coming from another country, I'm like, God, you guys have everything. What the fuck you complain about? You guys have everything, for real. Anyway, and more or less. But, um, so what was that I was gonna say? I was gonna say yes, that yes. So we're all born pretty crazy. And because of that reason, you know, we all have the schizophrenia. We want to be free and creative and pagan, but we, we have all this fucking rebel- repression in Italy. It's everywhere like that. But in Italy especially, we have a special crazy. You know, like here, if a woman is crazy, uh, she will send you a lawyer letter. Or she'll write, you know, maybe she'll kill you. That's it. In Italy, no. We will yell at you, throw plates, and throw more plates and yell at you and be like, ah, and then we're like, no, and then cry and cook you food and fuck you for three days. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's the end of the story. There's not going to be any more consequences. That's it. And it goes on and on. It's a repeated, uh, very dysfunctional cycle. But it is <laughs> it's the way it is. You know, I even went to the doctor because I'm like, a hey, doctor, uh, I think I'm crazy. I got to do something here. You got to help me. And he's like, uh, no, Miss Valentini, what, what do you mean? I want to be more normal, more American. It's like, well, for that, you just need to get a bigger truck and, uh, and yourself a gun, and that's it. You're fine. A hat, especially red. But that's it. That's all you need. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I just want to be more calm, you know. And then he's like, dude, you see, sir, Miss Valentini, um, you see this? This is your chart, Miss Valentini. Yes, we have. Yes. They are here for the. We are here for the show. This is open mic, how you guys. Open mic, the show started in half an hour. But outside, yes. But don't worry, we're looking. We are almost down in the mud. Well, I'll be out in a minute. So the doctor said, Miss Valentini, you are not crazy. You are just Italian. Go home, <laughs> cook pasta, and do something cool, you know, whatever. Bye. It is a true story. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Alessandra <laughs> Valentini. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be like a Nazi about it or whatever, but I do have to make sure that we only have 11 people 
in the building just because of the space and the distance. And so we want to make sure that people are keeping their distance, et cetera, et cetera. And so we're not open to the public. But we are having an outdoor show at 7 o'clock. Uh, your, your next comedian, uh, he looks like... He looks like he just walked out of a 70s Vietnam film. Like, he's like, he's like, and I hope someday maybe he'll walk into my heart of darkness. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Sam Carroll. Yay! Catch me on Channel 7. Yeah, all this and shit, whatever. Not many people know this about me, but my parents are actually siblings. Super embarrassing. People ask, I just tell them I was raised by my aunt and uncle. It's not entirely untrue. My mom's brother and my dad's sister. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, they say if your parents are siblings, you have a 50% likelihood of some sort of genetic modification. Uh, but that's not true because me and my sister, we're fine. We're pictures of health. So we're thinking that my mom might have cheated on my dad with her cousin. <laughs> and that's why, that's why we're both pictures of health. Oh, um, what else was I going to do? Hold on. Fucking, let's see. Oh, yeah. A girl texted me the other day. This is what she said. This is what she got. She said this. She, she goes, she goes, what are you doing? But in the abbreviated form. Don't go outside with a fucking beer, David. Why are you? Do you like the taste of Bud Light Lime? No, it's $1.25. It is a dollar twenty-five. You're right. It's also a sixteen-ounce screw top. The screw top is amazing. You could just put it right back in your bag. You can put it in, in a pocket. An inch? You have an. In you're measuring your beer. You using. American inches? Use a metric system, please, sir. Please. I'm trying to dab. You're, you're taking a knee like you're a sorority girl right now. Are you ducking from Are you ducking from Chrysler vans? What are you doing? <laughs> does your dog like Does your dog like Bud Light limes, or did you Does he just like regular Bud Lights? So you just got him on the regular Bud Lights for now. Dogs hate fruit, anyways. You can't give a dog fruit. They love fermented barley, though. He doesn't get that I'm doing crowd work right now. He's, this is a conversation. Hey, David. What's up? <laughs> awesome. Great. Great. You know, it was because I took out the notebook. It made it way more informal. That's why that all broke out. <laughs> Yay. 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 All right, I got this. I got this live stream joke. You guys probably heard it by now. I'm working on it. It's a, it's a, it's a history of the word lesbian. Actually, you know where this word comes from? Lesbos. By now, yeah, the island of Lesbos, the Greek island of Lesbos, where uh, the women of the day were banished to for their abhorrent sexual behaviors by Greek men and their ten-year-old boyfriends. They do not still send them there. I want to let everyone know they do not still send them there. There's a, there was a big protest in the night about it. It's not even really a lesbian joke. It's more of a, a pedophile joke. <laughs> or pedophile, if you're Prince Andrew. 
pedophile joke. I'm making fun of pedophiles. And the kids, too, kind of. Because if you remember, I kind of insinuated it that they had some part in the decision-making process about which lesbians go to lesbos, which is entirely untrue. They're, they have no part in the decision-making process. Or, or maybe they did. Maybe one kid, maybe one little 10-year-old was, no, I'm not going anymore. I'm going to stop putting out unless I get a, some say around here. I see you making decisions. I want to be a part of that. Or at least a credit card or something. At least. And all the other senators were like, hey, Marcus, why do you always have that kid around you? I don't know. I guess he just likes politics. <laughs> Man, I, that kid could have been responsible for the Trojan War. Or the, tr or the Trojan horse. He probably came up with it. He probably was like, hey, you know how you are always inside me? What if we took that concept and we made it war and we made it warlike? <laughs> I had a friend lose his job. Smart guy, first thing he did was call the suicide hotline to see if they had any openings. <laughs> they did. He works there now. He's a volunteer. He didn't know that, though. He thought he was going to be paid in cash and not purpose. So he calls me up. He's like, hey, did you know this suicide hotline gig was pro bono? I was like, yeah, what'd you expect? He's like, commission. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, like you're pitching people their lives like it's on QVC? Like it's a product they can't live without? It's like, yes, exactly. Also, can I have that? I go, yes, but I want royalties. <laughs> my mom's doing great. My mom's, my mom's doing great, you know. She's a little worried right now about this whole nonsense going on. She sat me and my sister down the other day, and she said, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I said, Mom, don't you think they'd come out a little fucked up? And then my sister pipes in. She goes, yeah, also the climate and everything politically, it's not the best time to let the whole world know we're fucking. <laughs> the thing about ordering dick pills online is that they advertise discreet packaging, but when they get to your house, they are in a box that is just like any other box, the kind of box that your girlfriend goes, hey, what's in the box? No invisibility cloak, no nothing. Any other kind of fucking box, you know? What's even worse is when you're going through your girlfriend's mail, opening up her packages, being a good boyfriend like you are, and, and it's stick pills. And they're not even in your size. All right, I'm gonna end on that one. Yay, Sam Carroll, yay, and then yay. You did seven minutes on the dot. That was seven minutes. But there was a lot of, yeah, two of it was crowd work, so that was, right, two of it was crowd work. All right, your last comic of the Dirty Happy Hour before we get into the clean comedy show outside at 7 o'clock. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Pancake. Yay. Yay. My CD stopped. Sorry. Yay. Hi. 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 
Is this on? Hi? Uh, oh, shoot. I can't hear myself, so... Uh, I mean, I only hear my outside voice. I don't hear my amplified voice. Now it's getting worse because I put another layer of fabric between me and the people that are listening to me, uh, my fans. Uh, look, someone I just noticed had a sheathed knife. Yes, that's very nice. It was in its compartment, put away. But uh, the legal length is two inches, and I've seen two inches at every possible uh, focal length. So I'm like, that's definitely more than two inches you got on the back of your pants there. So watch out for that guy. I feel like you guys can't hear me. It, oh. And now I've gotten so into the microphone. I'm not sure who's going to break it off first. Look, I'm upset. And, oh, at this point, everyone should be. Here I go again. Uh, oh, I got stickers. I hope this will do. Uh, look. Mm. Who's listening? Yeah? At home, I want you to tweet, I'm listening to care of fuck off town. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, motherfuck. Uh, I had this girlfriend in high school, and she was so bad. She was a bad girl, okay? And she had a stepdad who was a defense lawyer. And that really rubbed me the wrong way because he was the only one getting her off. And she always went to jail. And the conjugal visits were not fun when we finally got to that point where I could visit her. And it, um, uh, m look, masks are not fun when I'm entertaining you because you can't see every microaggression I'm sending your way. <laughs> I, I actually just threaten people with my eyes into submission, and then they laugh uncontrollably in comfort, discomfort. Uh, yeah, all my friends are like, hey, you really did well that night. And I was like, yeah? Are you telling me this because you think I'm going to go postal? I don't need this kind of false feedback, okay? I want only reality from you guys. Uh, the other night I was wearing a bandana and I put it over my face and I put up, uh, I took, well, I, yeah, I took out my gun and I, <laughs> and I just pointed it at the people. I was like, give me all your laughs. And a lot of, a lot of them, a lot of them stuck around, and none, none of them had masks on either, Kevin. Look, I'm, I'm so troubled by my first name being the middle name of someone that I recently uh, ha now have beef with. Um, 
shoot. I, you know, I almost did a Robin Williams. I just plucked something that I heard and I almost said it out loud. And then I was going to give the person who I stole the joke from a money later. <laughs> that's a, that's a Robin, that's a classy Robin Williams. Honka, honka. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I sh uh, shot the, I, I shot the sheriff. No, I, I quick drew. What did I do? I flubbed up here because I went off script. And that's the kind of off-the-cuff personality you can... Oh, man, you guys ever watch Scrubs? Where he's, like, spending 10 hours trying to think of what to say? And, uh, oh, well, I'm Pancake the Syrup King. And long may I reign, says one person in a group of 50,000. <laughs> now I see hands in the far back going up. No, it's just a wave. It's just a wave. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Donate listeners when you can. Bye-bye. Pancake, the syrup king. All right, well, uh, that's been our open mic. We're going to take a 10-minute break, and I'm going to play some commercials and stuff, and then we'll be back with the outdoor comedy show that's going to be clean. Thanks, everybody, for donating to Mutiny Radio. That really helps us stay alive past October. I'm still trying to figure out how to get unemployment, so if anybody's good at that kind of shit, like smarty pants, like jumping through hoops stuff, I need help because uh, I don't know how to do that. I just recently found out that... No, I thought, I thought that as a small business owner, I couldn't get unemployment, but everybody's like, no, 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 you can. And I'm like, what? How? <laughs> Teach me the ways of, of socialism. <laughs> I'm just a little Marxist over here. Uh, anyway, we're going to do a clean outdoor show coming up. Uh, and thanks for being here. Please don't cross the threshold. We're closed to the public. You've got it all. You know what we're talking about. You know what's going on. Okay. Everybody be cool. Everybody be cool. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. 
the Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic healthcare systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling, he was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm just not, I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived, why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Check, check, check. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm Streaming live the station Mutinyradio.fm District of the Mission Mutinyradio.fm Mutinyradio.fm Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go San Francisco MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program 
We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near five every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak chilling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah.
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah, right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I find All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Socially distanced. Socially distanced yourself in the ways that you feel comfortable. Uh, we've got mic condoms for the performers. The mic condoms are and the gloves are on a chair right behind here. So this is a fresh one. I can take we can do whatever anybody feels safe and comfortable with. We're gonna do that. Thank you for socially distancing. We're at the Yay, hi, hi, hi. We're getting started. Yay. But yeah, keep your definitely keep your distance and do whatever you feel comfortable with. I who knows what's happening right now in these crazy COVID times. I'm gonna say thanks for being here in front of Mutiny Radio. We've been doing this since April, every Friday at 7 o'clock. We've been socially distancing and doing this outdoor comedy show because comedy is the most important of unimportant things, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, what's important now? Staying alive and comedy? Sure, <laughs> yeah. that's it's. It, we have to laugh. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. And Oh, no, we couldn't feel feelings. Everybody take your... Take your pharmaceuticals right now, everybody. Don't feel feelings. Just take more Prozac. You know what I mean? <laughs> SORI uptake inhibitors. I can finally feel okay with what's happening in the world. Ah! Don't be afraid. I'm afraid. It's okay to be afraid. Uh, here's the thing I realized this week. Nobody will give me shit for not wearing a mask if I'm eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker. <laughs> I am so much more healthy. Thank you, SF. Everyone was pissed off about smoking before, remember? And now they're like, well, you can smoke now. With love your mask, it's going to be okay. I want to chain smoke now. Actually, I heard a rumor on the internet that smoking helps you not get COVID-19. I'm like, what? What are the weird? Thank you. The funny thing was I tried to smoke. I was lighting the cigarette, and I breathed into the microphone. So that tells you what I need to keep me alive. <laughs> the microphone or the cigarette? Oh, oh, oh. Anyway. I, uh, I've been chain-smoking weed. Anybody like to do that? Where are my weed chain-smokers at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever get so high that you forget how your own shower works? Anybody else? Yeah, it's hot. It's cold. <laughs> What's going on? How does this? Wah! It's like Airbnb in your own home. <laughs> right? I'm, this is an expensive place. Why is there cat litter all over the floor? Like, what's going on here? Paying a lot of money for this place. I, so, I smoke so much weed that when I smoke it, I think you're high. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, you're the one that's... I think you're high. I smoke so much weed that sometimes I think I'm a genius. What? Yeah, I'm the smartest person alive. What? I feel like it's so weird. I, I someone in college they were like, "Ah, oh, you're really too hyper. You should really smoke weed." And I'm glad. I'm glad I started because like, if I wouldn't smoke weed, I'd be so fucking smart. I would be impossible to hang out with. You know what I mean? I burned away so many brain cells. You can finally. I want to win the science fair. That's what I do when I smoke weed. I think about, oh, I want to be a winner. Did anyone win the science fair? Did you? Nice. It was a, well, math is not science. 
maths are different than science. I wanted to win the science fair. I smoke so much weed, and I think about winning the science fair. I think about, I think about getting small children, a small child, children. I need, do I need a group? Do I need a class? I need a small child and a goat, okay? Because what I'm going to do for my, I can't believe no one's thought of this yet. You take your weed trash, you take your stems and your seeds and your pin leaves, and you feed them to the goats. And then you milk the goats, and you make weed goat cheese. Why has no one done this yet? I am the smartest person alive. This is a million dollar idea. Does anyone have goats? <laughs> I got weed. <laughs> we can make this happen right now. This is important for children to learn, right? Like we're gonna, you imagine the trifold thing, like here are the goats. <laughs> here are the goats without weed. <laughs> here are the goats with weed. Which goats are happier? <laughs> and so another, I was smoking weed, and I was like, oh, I have another idea. Uh, I wanted to, I, I drink a lot. I'm, you know, maybe I'm an alcoholic. I don't know. Anyone else who uh, maybe throws up in the morning? Anybody else throw up in the morning sometimes? <laughs> Yay, sometimes. So the thing is, that it's, after, it's after I go to the refrigerator, and I drink about eight ounces of 36-degree water, right? And then I, I, what I need is a small child and a thermometer, because instead of vomiting into the sink or the toilet, I'll do it into a glass, and I'll get a child to take the temperature of the water, and what we'll do is find out how many calories I burned being an alcoholic. <laughs> Does anybody remember basic chemistry? You know, it's like I drink, a 30, I drink eight ounces of 36-degree water. I wait 22 minutes. It's 86 degrees. Ha-ha! <laughs> Burning a calorie is the cool. Science! No, it's true. Here's the other thing I think about. I actually want to use my body in the way God intended. Not like, I don't want to have a baby. Like, not like that. But I want to use my breasts to milk myself. Right? Well, because I want to save the vegans. I want to save the vegans. And what I'm talking about is 100% consent-based milk. Right? And I turn it into cheese. Because will a vegan not eat cheese from a consent I get it you won't eat cow cheese because you can't ask a cow for consent but I'm the cow and oh 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 Bigger dogs, 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 dogs. It's okay. Are the dogs, here's the thing, dogs don't have to have a six foot distance rule. Like they didn't get that imposed upon them. There's no social distancing with dogs. That's, how do you social distance a dog? I guess you put them on a leash. The leash is about six feet, is it not? Is it about six feet? I don't know how. Is everybody okay? Is anybody bleeding? Everybody's fine, okay. Phew. Wow, my blood pressure just went way up. Like, wow. Wow. I know, was that scary or what? I know I hate violence. That's why this time is so scary for me, right? 
I wonder about what's happening with children right now with all like the crazy rampant violence. Like what's happening? And I'm a nanny. I hang out with these two twin six-year-olds and they, um, they tied me up to a desk chair with yarn and they put tape over my face. And I was like, I'm gonna foster creative play. What are we doing here? All right, okay, cool. And then they took a laser pointer and they put it to my wrist and they said, we're cutting off your wrist. And I was like, oh, oh, ow, fostering creative play. Ouch, ouch, ouch. And then they, and then they put the laser pointer to my foot and they said, we're freezing your foot. And I was like, ow, ow, it's so cold, it's so cold, I can't handle it, oh. Fostering creative play. And then they took that laser pointer to my chest and they said, I'm breaking your heart. And I was like, Daria, you need to stop, okay? Right? What game are you playing? The two of you are playing a game. What did I do? Why am I tied up to this desk chair? What did I possibly do? And they put their little six-year-old heads together. And they came back. You stole a laptop. You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? What kind of Islamic police state is this? Like, what game are you playing? And they looked at me dead in the face and they said, if you were black, we would have shot you. And I was like, ah! I'm just saying, be careful, society. What's going on? Like, maybe we should smoke more pot, you know? Like, let's be more gentle with each other. I try to, uh, yeah, I try to foster good play. Uh, I know, I, that police state joke's a little hard for people. They're playing police state of their own volition. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I had a dream the other night, and it was kind of rough. Uh, Bjork was my therapist. Does everybody remember Bjork? Yeah, Bjork was my therapist. I looked up at her, and I was like, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down, and she said, Your uterus is made of clouds, and the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. And I was like, <laughs> cool, I woke up. It was, <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys ever get so high that you stare at yourself in the mirror and you look at your own self and you contemplate the existence of everything and how we're on a tiny planet that's in a huge thing and like we're breathing air and that's so weird and why aren't we underwater and what is happening with all those things? How are we alive right now? What is going on? And why does my mom not love me? Do you ever look at yourself? Where do you cry in public? Does anybody else? I used to do it on the bus. Now I can't take the bus. Where am I going to cry in public? Where am I going to scream? Are you, nobody else is scared. Nobody else screams into the void. Just me. Just, it's just me and my cats screaming at each other. It's fun. Okay. Some people say, um, that I look like Katherine Keener if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> and to that I say, I don't really look like Katherine Keener. <laughs> but here's the thing, I can't have a problem with cocaine because I can't afford it. I'm not Katherine Keener. You know what I mean? I can't afford that. I used to worry, you know, uh, about wiping my nose because people would think I had allergies or a cold, or a cocaine addiction, and now they think I have COVID. I'm a triple threat. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> the scariest person around. It's true. It's uh, here's here's the thing. If you've been 
if you've been doing cocaine for 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them on a bowl of weed because I am a genius. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys. That's I'm Pam Benjamin. I'm your host tonight. That was a clean set, if you can imagine. I mean, I didn't swear. I didn't swear at all. No, I didn't. When did I swear? When did I do an F swear? When did I do that? I didn't even know I did it. Oh, my God, I canceled myself. <gasps> I'm so sorry, neighbors. I didn't even realize I did it. I swear I didn't realize I did it. We're going to be, we're, I'm so sorry. No, I'm so sorry, neighbors. I didn't mean to, I don't remember even what joke I did the F swear in, so I'm sorry. It just, it's part of the script. I tried. I'm so sorry. So are you ready? Your first comedian of the night. Uh, what a joy and what a wonderment she is. You guys are going to be so excited. Uh, she's taught me some really big, cool words. I think about you all the time now, every time I listen to the Cocteau Twins. <laughs> yes, I do. You'll get it with her jokes later. I don't know if she's going to do that joke, but like, I love it. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Zoe. Yay! Thank you. If you want a new bike, I'm going to Oh, they're here on the chair. Oh, they're here on the... And you're still clapping, Pancake! Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I can just... What? Ah, you're keeping it going! That's beautiful! <laughs> Hi, I'm Zoe Young. Oh, man, that's, that is loud. This really works. So, hello. I'm a writer, and you're going to hear a lot of writer humor, which, you know, we think is funny. Um, and if there's one thing writers love, it's collective nouns. And now, you know what this is, even though you don't know what this is, or you don't think you know. It's, think like a murder of crows, a pod of dolphins, a podcast of white men. But the problem is, you know, we're missing a few. Like, the dictionary has to catch up. So, oh my god, over here, I see a lacroix of millennials. Hello, friends. <laughs> I was in Pack Heights recently, and I saw a chode of Maseratis <laughs> just driving around. Uh, in our nation's capital, you could find a grope of Republicans, but hopefully not for long. We're going to do this. <laughs> and then finally, in the world where I used to go to weddings, <laughs> now would be just about the time that I would go online and choose from a yeast infection of Spanx. It's rough out there. Um, so I've been living in San Francisco for about, well, the Bay, for about eight years. And that's probably because I'm from LA. I'm a shameless defector. But the thing that I can't stand is when San Franciscans, especially San Francisco transplants, try to dunk on LA. Not out of like some love of my hometown. It's just because you all don't know how to dunk on LA. So. Um, in the, oh, oh, I'm going to, friend. Thank you. <laughs> so I was, um, I was at a bar in the ye old days beyond recall when uh, some guy overhears that I'm from LA and proceeds to leave his mansplain of tech bros to ask me, <laughs> what's the difference between LA and yogurt? And I'm like, oh, what? And he's like, at least yogurt has an active culture. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? No. We have an active culture. It's bargain noses and not knowing what football is, okay? And that's dunking on LA. 
A friend of mine had a celebrity sighting in the takeout line at NOFA. He saw Jack Dorsey, and he knew who that was because he, too, was a tech bro. Um, I waitressed for Anthony Hopkins. I made probably a year's worth of fava beans jokes in the back <laughs> with a nice Chianti. I was working at a raw food place in Santa Monica when I found out that Helen Hunt is cheap. She kept trying to like sneak a coconut brownie into the three for six cookie deal. And <laughs> really a problem. And after a while I was like, look Helen, like you know as well as I do that that brownie is half coconut meat, half tree bark, and you're gonna pay for 50. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I thought my boobs were gonna harden because hugging my friend's moms was like two hot rocks to the sternum. <laughs> and that is dunking on LA. <laughs> and that is uh, coincidentally why I don't wear bras. <laughs> I'll wear bras when I'm dead, it's a quality of life thing. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't, from time to time, like to check in on bra culture, which means trying on bras. So I'm at this lingerie shop wearing what is essentially uh, French cobwebs draped over my areolas. <laughs> when this woman comes over, the shop girl, and she's like, oh my god, that looks great, let's measure you. And I'm like, oh my god, let's measure me. <laughs> and so she takes out the tape, and she does the whole thing, and she's like, okay, so it looks like you're either a full C cup or a shallow D. And at that moment, at the thought that I could be a shallow D, my 16-year-old self just lights up. <laughs> like, do you have any idea how interesting I became when I thought I was a 34B? <laughs> I have a master's degree, <laughs> all right? I have actually read the books on my shelf. Granted, I read them to become more attractive, but at least I read them. Like, <laughs> if I knew I was a shallow D, I could be divorced right now. <laughs> and for everybody with a schlong in this audience, Imagine that someone just told you that your peen was twice the size you thought it was your whole life. You would never read a book again. <laughs> oh, they liked that one. Oh, good. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so um, uh, let's let's take a let's take a hard right or left here, and we're gonna talk. Oh no! Oh, is it broken? Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't know. I've oh, oh shit, fuck. Oh, damn it. Oh, what? Ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, neighbors. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But that, okay, that was unprompted. <laughs> or prompted, okay. Well, so, I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I've got another five years on this IUD, so it's a casual decision. Um, but uh, at this point, I'm totally unprepared for kids until they turn 13. And then I've got this. Because when they turn 13, I am going to become the existential mom. All right, so check this out. So you know, honey, you've been talking a lot about the stranger. Why am I from Minnesota? I don't know, I just am. Now, are you actually reading the stranger? Or are you just sitting on your hand till it gets numb and then jerking yourself off with it? Oh, oh, both. Okay, well, you know, it's great that you're waxing the dolphin into the void, but someone's got to clean it up. No? <laughs> okay, there, there we go.
<laughs> See, pla- a pause for applause. Um. <laughs> oh my God, you're actually doing it. You're so sweet. <laughs> and then I'll say something like, oh honey, you know, I'm so sorry Alice rejected you for the dance, but we've all been rejected by God. And then finally, I'm always going to kiss them goodnight the same way. I'm going to say, honey, I love you, and no thought in your head is original. <laughs> All right, that was new material. kind of worked. Cool. Um, do I have any more time, Pam? Are we done? I'm going to go with yes. Okay, back to writer stuff. Do I have any English speakers in the audience? <laughs> All right, Pancake knows the answer to this one, but it's cool. Okay, I'm going to say a word in English, and uh, Pam also can't do it because she was the only person to know off the bat. I'm going to say a word in English, and you're going to tell me what it means, okay? Mondegreen. Mondegreen. Wait, no, I can't. Okay, I'm going to answer. It's a misheard song lyric. So, like... Hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> or there's a bathroom on the right. Um, <laughs> but I had a Mondegreen the other day with one of my favorite songs that Pam was actually talking about before. Um, it's called Jesus Christ by Jesus and Mary Chain, or I Want to Die by Jesus and Mary Chain. Um, and they're Shoegaze from the 90s, that band, Jesus and Mary Chain. If you don't know what Shoegaze is, it's basically rubbing your hand on a balloon while someone talks about their dad. Don't trust me, it's really good though. <laughs> and, and so I'm in my kitchen making quinoa, of course, and I am listening to this song and I finally actually hear it for the first time. And the song and the lyric is, I wanna die like Jesus Christ. I wanna die on a bed of spikes. And I was like, huh, there were three spikes. I'm a Jew and I know that. I don't think that's a bed. The thing is, the the thing that I thought it was, what I thought the lyric was, was actually so much more punk rock, which is, I want to die like Jesus Christ, served with lemon on a bed of rice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's it. I'm done. (laughs) I'm Zoe Young. Please donate to Mutiny Radio. The jar is right there. We are watching you. Zoe, that was amazing, yay! I wanna die like Jesus Christ. That was awesome, I'm so glad you're all clapping. Knock, knock. Jesus. Jesus I know, did that guy exist or what? (laughs) Was he real? Like, who knows about that guy? Did he write the Bible? Who knows? (laughs) Like, cool. Uh, Your next comedian, oh, you're about to have the wrath. It's exciting. He, uh, he's not just a comedian, he also has a beautiful guitar. He's an amazing human being that's been running some underground open mics at undisclosed parks all over San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Josh Kahn! Yay! Keep clapping for me! That's what you want to do before you address a bunch of people is scream and blow your voice out. That's good. 
I swear that's not COVID. Yeah, no, you can. I don't have COVID from this. This is actually not to protect me from COVID. It's uh, it just it recycles all the farts that I do inside of it and it charges my phone. So. Thank you. Yes. And I'm an innovator. I got to You know, I'm, I'm in a startup where, you know, you can buy one of these. All right. To the prepared material, then. How are you guys all doing tonight? As I see a lot of happy faces out there. It's nice to see you all. Uh, I do worry. We're, it's, it, we're in crazy times right now, you know. And uh, what's with the Oakland A's mask was the question uh, from from this gentleman over here. The Oakland A's mask, uh, you know, I used to watch a lot of baseball. And, you know, it used to be fun, but now I feel like there's just so much else going on in the country that's more important than baseball. Baseball actually starts up. The official season starts tonight. It's the first time in history the baseball started in July officially. So I decided I would rewrite the lyrics to take me out to the ball game. So now when you guys go to the ballpark and you get that seventh inning stretch and everybody stands up and you're singing take me out to the ball game, here's the song you're going to sing. It goes like this. Take me out to the protest, push me onto the ground, buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This fascist state is a shame for it's one, two, three terms for Trump to play effed up games. Boom, boom, boom. Play ball! Yeah, so, yeah, but baseball's important. Uh, <laughs> baseball fans are so out of touch. The last time I went to a baseball game, like, all baseball fans are somebody's, like, 65, 75-year-old dad or something like that. Last time I was singing that song in the stands, we got to the part where it's like, they don't win, it's a shame. And the guy next to me is like, because it's one, two, three, four, five... What are we doing? Where, where am I? Are you my grandson? No, Rob, not your grandson. Shoot. This whole time, this whole quarantine, I've been going crazy, man. I've been staying inside. I've been on two websites the entire time, right? Facebook and Pornhub, right? You got it. I hate when somebody jumps to guess that before I can say it, and they're like, you look like porn. Even under that suit, you look like Pornhub. That's, I, I did, that wasn't a hard guess. But they're basically the same way. Facebook, Pornhub, basically the same website, right? Because one website you go on it and you nakedly expose yourself to the world and you post something and you regret it and you take it down but somebody's already screenshotted it and they're jacking off to it and it ruins your life. The other website, of course, is Pornhub. Is that so? Aren't you guys, is everyone six feet apart that doesn't already share a bong with somebody, right? You guys are all, we're all like roommates, couples, and things like that. That's good. I don't want you guys gathering. Here's a song about not gathering. The more we get together, 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 the more we get together, the more COVID-19. And my germs become your germs, and your germs become my germs. The more we get together, the more COVID-19. I just do that throughout my set. I just bow because it will make clapping happen. Like, oh, I'm insecure. I'll bow. I'll take it. Oh, thank you. Yes. Hey, did you? So, does anybody know any racist adults that used to watch '90s X-Men cartoons and cheer for the Sentinels? I wonder about these people that grew up to be racist adults. Like back then, were they watching X-Men, going like, you know, 
Professor X, he's got the haircut that I like. But that storm, she's half black, and that gave me an erection, and that makes me ashamed. So I hate X-Men now. I'm going to watch. I'm going to go watch Fantastic Four. They're all white. I guess except for Thing when he changes, but he's brown. But that's a different kind of racism. That's not me, man. That's just my dad talking. Please. Hey, guys, here's a riddle for you. What do Nazis not see? Yahtzee. Eh. Okay. Jews play Clue. It was Anne Frank in the attic with a candlestick. I'm Jewish. I can do that. You're a horrible racist, though, if you laugh. No, seriously. Stop it. No, no, no. I am, I'm half. Here. Just prove it. Ah, I'm half Asian, half Jewish. Okay, that's my that's the mixture of things that you're seeing in front of you. If you wonder what what this messed up racial bingo card is, that if you had race, if you had Korean and Jewish on it, you win. I don't know why you picked those squares before I even told you that there was a racial bingo game occurring, but um, it's my dad's family that's Jewish, and my grandma never liked that my dad got with this Asian woman, and always kind of has treated me like a second class Jew, you know, like I'm a GED Jew in her household like you know if i misbehave she would threaten to sew my foreskin back on stuff like that real you know mess with your head so i mess with her head right back right i go to i go over there for like hanukkah dinner or something and my grandma puts out all the jewish foods for hanukkah dinner right Ga- like gefilte fish potato latkes she puts out um challah bread you guys know challah bread the the braided kind of jewish bread from the bakery right from the jewish bakery so everyone's sitting there everyone's eating around hanukkah dinner everyone has a mouthful no one's talking um i break the silence say oh grandma this dinner is first rate. How much did the Holocaust? Shalom Aleinu. I, I am not allowed over at Hanukkah dinner anymore. But no, like I, I went to, I visited Oregon recently with my uh, girlfriend and I just, I didn't sleep well the entire time. Oregon is like Willy Wonka's factory for white supremacists. Like, there's, it's, it was scary. No, the entire time I was waiting for someone to come to the front door and tell me that I had to sew this yellow star onto my jacket. Like, yeah, didn't end up happening, but it was like pretty close. I was like online looking for Confederate flag tattoos to slap on just so in case they were coming after me. I'm like, no guys, I'm one of you, bro. You know, it was, it was not gonna work. If I had sunglasses on, you couldn't see that I was doing this and I didn't look like I was gonna try to sell you tickets to Shenyun. Would you believe that maybe I was white? I was like coming up with my white guy character for when I was up there, so I wouldn't get like, you know, like assaulted or anything by wife. I was like, yo, I'm Oregon Josh, bro. I have, uh, you know, I have an AR-15 in the back of my lifted truck. I don't wear a mask. I hate yoga and gay people. And the, that's how I was going to get away with existing in Oregon for a while. Um, whatever, you know. I got back okay. I'm standing here in front of you, right? Yeah, I think that was all of them, you know. Anybody drive a Tesla here? Good, because I would boo you if you did. I don't. I, I would never drive a Tesla ever. It's not. It's not just because like the status and the, you know the economic differences in our society. It's because I don't trust AI. I'll say it. I'm edgy. I don't trust AI. Okay, you know why I don't trust AI? Indigenous people did not trust AI. Okay, Native Americans taught us to mistrust AI. Right. They had that song all about it. Ay, 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 Okay, I had my reservations about telling that joke. Come on, man! Half a millennia of genocide and it's their songwriting ability that you got. I'm starting the conversation. I'm opening the doors. You want them shut? You want the wool over your eyes, man?
Come down to the protest tomorrow. It's okay. I probably am a racist for saying that. I'm not indigenous, so only to Korea. That's why I dressed up like, you know, a clan member tonight, because it's not to stop me from having corona. It's just to make sure that none of the feds, the feds will look at me and go, oh, he's on our side. <laughs> Don't throw him in the van. This guy likes it. I'm just performing to you, man. I love you. Do another spin, okay? He he says he wants a he wants a spin. He wants a spin. Thank you. Oh, you guys. Uh thank you guys for being here. I guess I'll close uh I'll close with a song. And it's a particularly important song for people to hear in San Francisco. You got a lot of disadvantaged people around. Uh do something to help, you know? Nothing funny about that. Just do something to help. Uh I think we forget a lot of times about others less fortunate than ourselves. So I'm going to sing a song. It's intended to remind you about uh, others less fortunate than ourselves. And it goes like this. Homeless, meet the homeless. They're a drain upon society. But the real issue is our unchecked rampant corporate greed. Walk by hobo sleeping in the street. I'm sure he don't need that much to eat. When you meet the homeless, then you know you're in the hood, right? So have a good night. It's time to start a fight. World Star! I'm Josh Kahn. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Donate to MutinyRadio.fm today. Josh Kahn, everyone. Keep it going for him. Very exciting. What a singer. What a gem. Thank you all for being socially distanced and being here outside of Mutiny Radio. You can always donate at our GoFundMe on our website, or we have a, we have a, it's just straight Mutiny Radio if you want to Venmo us, and that's amazing. Thank you all for being here. We have more comedy. Your next comedian. What a joy, what a wonderment, what a light she is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Alessandra Valentini. Yay! Yay! Do you want a new mic? Yes, I'm going to have my condom my hand job there mike haha <laughs> look at that naked <laughs> did i push the play button on the recording anybody can go see please thank you so my name is karen and i'm here to stop this mic right now where is the manager i need to talk to the manager where is it now my name is alessandra and um i come from this uh, from europe from this little country, this little town in the middle of Europe. It's called um, Rome. Anybody? Italy? Yeah, and if you thought you live in a fascist country, let me tell you, welcome to my world. <laughs> you know, because uh, we basically invented fascism in Rome. We put it there and then we traveled it and brought it all the way to Britain, created the British Empire, which came here and created the American Empire. And that's it, the story goes on and on. Um, so they also, Im also invented this um, genetic disease, which uh, every Italian has. It's called the uh, Roman Catholic guilt. It's a real, it's a real disease. It means you're guilty for pretty much everything, you know? And since you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have to go to hell, you better sin big. Because especially if you have fun, if you are, um, if you have sex, and if you are a woman, having fun, having sex, that's it. Straight in hell, VIP line, that's it with Satan. 
Right there. Yes. All those slutty women. I'm sure that, you know, Satan is going to be pretty tired whipping asses because, of course, slutty women don't go to hell. You know, the real motherfucker. <coughs> Sorry. We got to be clean, I have to remember. But Satan might be kind of tired to whip asses or buttocks, right, in hell. He's been doing that for eternity, whatever. So he might need one of those Karen that goes to help him. I was thinking one of those dominatrix that go and whip asses with him. But then I'm thinking if, if I was a dom in this life, would I want to go and whip asses in my afterlife? Would you want to, like, whip asses continuously? Like, no. Like, put me in the kitten departments where I can pet fluffy kittens. Or, it's like, yeah, put some Karen, some frustrated housewife to whip asses with Satan. That would work. Anyway, um, I'm single. Anybody uh, single here? Anybody single? Raise your hand, single people. Isn't that great, you know? Now we got to hear all our friends' sexy stories or watch them making out of parties while we're in the corner eating chips and drinking a beer alone, trying to. <laughs> no, it's actually fun to be single, you know? It is, especially when um, you hear, and I like it because when guys ask, oh, can we sleep together? I'm like, are you kidding? We just have sex and you want to sleep together? Do you know how I sleep? I sleep like this, like a crucifix. And, you know, guys snore, they kick. So it's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be a kick show. So as long as it's going to be a fuck show, it's I'm not, 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 not. Oh, I throw the bomb. I, I'm, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. No, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. Whip me, Satan. Whip me. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. <laughs> so um, the other day, I uh, somebody said, uh, oh, he stopped me in the street. He was like, wow, you're pretty hot. I'm like, wow, even with the mask, that's pretty impressive. Like, hey, uh, do you want to work for me? I got a job because, you know, right now times are hard. I'm like, yeah, what do you got? It's like, yeah, I got an agency, an online agency. What kind? Like delivery service? No, no, it's an escort agency. I'm like, oh, so you're a pimp? It's like, well, you know, I'm like, you know, I got kids. I'm like, well, you know, a lot of sex workers have, you know, kids. I'm like, well, but do you even have daycare? Do you even offer dental? <laughs> because, you know, if you don't even, I'm like, and wait, I'm, are you going to hire both of us? <laughs> no, because, you know, this is Bella. Bella, say hi to the pimp. Hi. I'm like, no, because me and Bella, you see, we are a whole package. <laughs> and <laughs> our, but our rates are double now. So. <laughs> and we don't share it. <laughs> Thank you very much, you guys. <laughs> Have a great Love you. <laughs> Taking my hands off with me. Alessandra, yes. Yes. It's it, Alessandra Valentini. It's funny that they, they call they call sex work the oldest profession and yet you know, they don't get a W-2 or a 401k. I think that's so funny. The other thing I think is so funny is that women you know, they go through labor and they're never paid for that. Do you know what I mean? 
We're literally the means of production, Marxists. <laughs> no? No? Aren't we the means of production? Cool. Thank you for being, you see, someone knows about Marx. That's exciting. Thank you for socially distancing and being smart. That's exciting. Your next comedian, what a joy and wonderment she is. Oh, my goodness. Some, I don't want to, I was going to ruin one of her jokes because she's, I think about her jokes all the time, which is amazing. Like, I, last night, I almost did her set. She did one joke, and I was like, you're not going to do your set? I'll do your set. And I almost did one of her jokes just now, but I won't ruin it for you. I'll let her have all the glory. Put your hands together, everyone, for the very hilarious Rachel Pinson. Hey, ladies, if you're a feminist, make some noise. Oh, wow, that's cool. That's great. Hey, men, if you're a feminist, just shut up, okay? <laughs> just shut up. All right. You had your turn. If anybody needs a mask, there's a group mask inside. Just let us know. Like, we're sharing it for anyone who needs one. <laughs> Alessandra just went on. She's so great. I love Alessandra. Um, last night. Last night, uh, I was really drunk, and a comedian was like, tell Alessandra I have a crush on her. But I, I remember that, but I don't remember which comedian it was, so just <laughs> just assume that everybody's in love with you, you know? Like, <laughs> mask culture, it's interesting, you know? Like, we were all wearing masks before, but now we're more upfront about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I think it's cool that now I can go to work and my boss doesn't smell my beer breath. So it's uh, it's been helpful. I saw a guy uh, wearing a a mask, but he was like raw dogging and raw dogging a needle inside his veins. It's like that's obviously for my health and safety, you know, like <laughs> not his. He doesn't care. Um, COVID's a really interesting time, right? I think we can all agree on that. Like, everyone's, like, stocking up on toilet paper. Like, they're going to run out of toilet paper. There's a toilet paper crisis. You know, there's no toilet paper on the shelves. So, yeah, I got a lot of toilet paper, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know, because I'm lonely. Gases, uh, glasses, you know, glass struggles. I'm having it right now. You know what I mean? It's just like. You know, you're wearing the mask, and then it's like the, all the condensation on your glasses, and then you adjust it, and you touch your face like 12 times, and you're like, ah, it defeats the purpose. But uh, at least it looks like I'm trying. Like, it looks like I care. <laughs> COVID's a really good time to break up with a really clingy boyfriend. You know, it's like, dude, if you're not going to give me the 100 yards that the court said, you can at least give me the six feet that the CDC said, okay? <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Yeah, I was in a relationship. It didn't work out. Like, we quit drinking together, and then I started drinking alone. Um, I, di uh, he I dated this Asian guy. Like, I grew up super trashy, and I think he, like, fetishized me for it a little bit. Because he was like, hey, can you say something to me, but, like, in a country accent? <laughs> like, okay, I guess. Like, I'm 13 years old. Don't tell me how to raise my baby. Mama didn't pay the water bill, but that's okay, because we got Mountain Dew on our grub studs. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies. 
I'm so romantic, you know. <laughs> I keep craving double shots of whiskey ever since I got pregnant and it helped me quit smoking, you know. <laughs> Betty May, I said we'll get your Mountain Dew mouth fixed whenever we get the stimulus check from Daddy Trump. We named her Betty May because May was the month she was conceived in, and Betty's the name of her father's wife, you know. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I didn't last. So. <laughs> Figure that out. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of shit going on, you know? Like, there's just, oh, there's a lot of uh, not cussing going on on the street corner also. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's a lot of not cussing, especially during this set. This very clean set. Uh, <laughs> I keep hearing like the same echoes of like, uh, you know, f the police, you know, like f the police, f the police, f the police, f the police. But like, isn't that how you make more police, right? Like you, you f them and they multiply. I say f a judge and get everybody off, you know. If you want to stop gang violence, take away their badges. <laughs> like, it's so simple. <laughs> oh. Oh man, I'm uh, I'm from the Midwest. You know, um, actually, I'm from Ohio, and there's nothing west about it if you look at a map. But nobody believes me when I say that I'm Middle Eastern. You know, <laughs> like. So oh, oh, I see. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but I ran away. I ran away. I like became like this like traveling hippie. I know it's weird, like a millennial hippie. Like you don't even believe it. <laughs> like, mm. But uh, but like I just like fell into the lifestyle. You know, like I'm a hippie, but I'm really bad at it because I really like taking showers and eating meat. And like I don't think that shoving a crystal up my hoo ha <laughs> is gonna cure my yeast infection. No matter how many times I've tried. I just kind of like fell into the lifestyle, you know, like, like the free travel. Like, who doesn't want to be homeless across every major city in America, right? Like the the free drugs. Do you know if you're like a young twenty-something hippie, people just throw drugs down your throat and let you sleep in their vans? Isn't that cool, right? Like the wondering, like, was I in an open relationship or did I get tricked into joining some kind of weird uh, sex cult <laughs> again? You know, like. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, STD. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that's how that goes. I like San Francisco. It's pretty progressive. It's a uh, when it comes to like recycling goods, they're so environmentally conscious. Like I saw this guy in the tenderloin taking a a used heroin needle that was empty to freebase heroin off of a used piece of tinfoil. You know, reduce, reuse, relapse. Like this, <laughs> this guy's got it. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I, I first came to San Francisco, and I was, like, one of those, like, hippies on hate that you ironically hate, <laughs> like, oh, why are you here? Um, and I experienced classism, for sure, because all these other homeless people, they, that when I had, a, like, a backpack and a dog, and I was dirty, they would come up to me, and they'd be like, hey, kid, do you want to do some acid with me? I'm like, yeah, sure, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have anything to do today. But now it's different because I live here and I have a shower. I don't have the backpack. I don't have the dog. And the same kids come up to me and they're like, hey, ma'am, do you want to buy some acid from me? Like, that's, that's classism. 
One time I was sleeping in a park. This is a really clean joke. So one time I was sleeping in the park, and somebody steals my backpack, like, while I was sleeping. I'm like, what? Like, there was nothing in there but a bunch of dirty clothes. Like, what was he going to do? Like, sell my crusty underwear or something? Because I was going to sell my crusty underwear, and he took my hustle, man. That's not, that's not fair. I met a guy named Monk who was a total, he, like, he was a monk. Like, he went to Tibet. He, he learned all these things. He had all these things that he couldn't do. Like, he couldn't smoke cigarettes or, or weed. He wouldn't drink with me. But he, it was, like, all against, the, like, the Tibetan rules, I guess. But he would smoke crack with me, and I'm like, wait a minute, you can smoke crack? And he's like, yeah, that's not against the rules. Like, the rules were invented long after crack was. He probably can't do heroin, but he could probably do opium. I don't know. Like, the jury's out on that. He was a cool guy. <laughs> I met this guy once, and he was like, yeah, man, it's, it's effed up. There's no cursing. He doesn't curse. It's crazy. And he's like, it's effed up, man. I, was, I just got out of jail. And all I was doing was making love to my girlfriend in our own home. It just so happens that we were homeless. <laughs> like, damn. Thanks, Pam. <laughs> One minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got invited to this dinner party once. It was cool. It actually, turns out it wasn't a dinner party. It was a Donner party. I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food, you know. <laughs> I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit, so <laughs> I got to get a new job. I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I noticed that people are really sensitive when it comes to language here in uh, California. Uh, like, I can't use the R word anymore. <laughs> like, anytime I try to call somebody uh, a Republican, they get so offended. They get, but I get it. It's because they put a retard in the White House. Yeah. Rachel Pinson telling us the truth. Yes. Exciting stuff. Good. Yeah. I had an interim. I'll just fix the mic. That's what I'll do. Hey. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being socially distanced. Thanks. Uh, you can always donate to Mutiny Radio in this little bucket up here or on our Venmo at Mutiny Radio. All one word, lowercase. There's another one that says Mutiny Radio FM. That's not us. <laughs> I don't know who did that. I don't understand how the internet works. Like I'm, I'm, um, I'm an alcoholic. I like to submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. <laughs> Does anybody remember those? Nope, just me. Right? 7-Eleven happened. 7-Eleven is when you're allowed to get free Slurpees. And what I learned is that the pina colada really does taste good with rum in it. <laughs> like it's, it is delicious. And the cherry Coke with whiskey is amazing so you're welcome just it's a lot of sugar but you're all americans you can handle it it's not even it's not even sugar it's just corn syrup you're all gonna survive we're making america great again <laughs> by eating corn syrup yay let's fund the pharmaceutical industry yay everybody eat corn syrup and get really sick and then we'll all take drugs and we'll keep our american economy going yeah, I'm sorry. Sometimes you think you're being funny, but it's real. And then you're like, that is funny, but it's real. But it's not funny, but it's funny. But it's what's real. I don't know. 
again, I'm in a barrel of whiskey. Your next comedian, what a drink of water he is. He just came, he just, he's walking out of a 1970s. He's like, he's like a Vietnam vet. And I want him to walk into my heart of darkness. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sam Carroll. Yay! Hey! Hello! Yeah, 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 yeah. Very nice, very good. Yeah. Not many people know this about me, but my parents are siblings. But I just tell people that I was raised by my aunt and uncle, which is not entirely untrue on account of I was raised by my mom's brother and my dad's sister. Let that sink in a little bit. Nice crowd, nice crowd, nice crowd. Um, do we have any essential workers out here? You guys essential workers? Not a single one. I mean, I, I hear some clapping around the corner. That's where the essential workers stay. They don't want to be seen. So the rest of you are collecting unemployment. That's great, as you should. Good for you guys. So out of those of you who are collecting unemployment, uh, do you guys have any side hustles that you want to report to the federal government? No? I didn't think so. That's okay. I'm not a comic. I'm a federal agent. My assignment was to infiltrate you guys. 95% of the preparation was writing five minutes of jokes that I'm about to tell you. I spent hours and hours and hours writing jokes in front of a mirror. Here it goes. All right, here's a lesbian joke, but it's pretty bad because I'm in the government and all that. It's actually, it's actually kind of, it's a, it's a joke about the history of the word lesbian. You guys familiar about the history of the word lesbian? The, the island, the island of Lesbos. Yes, correct, sir. The island where, where lesbian women were, were banished to by the Greek men of the day and their 10-year-old boyfriends. <laughs> they don't still send them there. There's a whole big protest in the 90s. They don't still do that. One of the great things about working for the federal government is the rich education and culture that everyone has, you know, about things like lesbian jokes. But uh, no, they don't still send them. And that's actually not even a lesbian joke. That's more of a pedophile joke. Or pedophile, if you're Prince Andrew. I'm making fun of pedophiles here. And the kids, too, kind of. I'm kind of making fun of the kids. If you remember the joke, I'm kind of insinuating that they had something to do with the decision-making process about which lesbians went to Lesbos, which is crazy, you know? Of course they didn't. They had no say in this whatsoever, you know? Or maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe one kid wouldn't put out unless he had some say. Hear me out. He was like, no, 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 I see you. I see you, you have some, you, you're making decisions. I want some say in that, you know? Or at least a credit card or something, man. I'm dying up here. <laughs> no, no. What else, what else? Oh, uh, I had a friend lose his job recently, smart friend. First thing he did was call the suicide hotline to see if there were any openings. There were. He works there now. He's a volunteer. Yeah. I know. They're volunteers. It threw me by surprise, too. He called me up. He's like, hey, do you know this suicide hotline gig was uh, pro bono? I was like, yeah, of course. Who doesn't know that? Me? I didn't know that. I was like, what'd you expect? He goes, commission. 
Wait, whoa, hold on, hold on. What, like, you, like you're pitching people their lives like it's on QVC? Like it's a product they can't live without? He goes, yeah, 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 exactly like that. That's good, actually. Can I have that? I said, yes, but I want royalties. Good, good. My, uh, my mom's doing great. My mom's doing great. This is a mom joke. You guys mom crowd? Mom crowd. Not like you are moms, but you all have moms, I presume. That's good. This is a good start. It's going to be super relatable then. My mom's actually worried extremely about COVID. She's been sold all the lies by the mass media and whatnot. She thinks she's going to die. You know, she sat me and my sister down the other day. She said, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. I said, Mom, don't you think they'd come out a little fucked up? Ooh, I forgot. That's one. That's one. How many do I have? Five more? I'll keep it clean. God. Forgot my federal training. <laughs> I'm not supposed to swear in the government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then my sister said, yeah, in the political climate and whatnot, not the best time to let the whole world know we're intercoursing. See, it's hard when you can't swear. See, it's, it doesn't do it as good. The thing about ordering penis pills on the Internet <laughs> is that they advertise discrete packaging, but when it comes to your house, it's just in a, a regular box, the like just inconspicuous box, the kind of box that goes into your house and your girlfriend goes, hey, what's in the box? No invisibility cloak, no nothing, you know? What's even worse is when you're going through your girlfriend's mail, opening up her packages, being the good boyfriend you are, and it's, it's penis pills. And they're not even in your size. <laughs> all right, I think that's all, all the other jokes I have are swear wordy, and because that was the I prepared for the swear wordy mic. My training was bad. All right, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Bye bye. Yeah. Sam Carroll, everyone! Yay! Only one F swear. It was barely. I'm sorry, neighbors. We're trying to be clean. It's so great. Your next comedian, he's going to be amazing, as he always is. Uh, you can. He's not just a comedian. He's a rapper and a beats mixer. And he writes amazing scripts that are going to be happening everywhere. You can listen to the mix series here on Mutiny Radio. And. All over his YouTube, and he's amazing. Put your hands together, everybody, for Warhol Kaufman. Yay! Do you want a mic condom? Are you okay? Uh, so I just got back from Oakland, and I wanted you guys to know it's safe. Like, I didn't see any Negroes there at all. <laughs> the plan worked. I saw those billboards years ago and they were funny. It's like, oh, Oakland with only white people in it. That's hilarious. They did it. <laughs> Operation complete. I'm homeless. Used to be home more, pre-COVID joke, obviously. The other day across the street, I saw a little stormtrooper like a tiny little, like a two and a half foot stormtrooper. I was like, there's a fascist. I think I could take him, you know? 
Like, should we show this little mother how we feel about the empire right now? Rebel Alliance! Um, yeah, so when the police pulled me off of him, Ugh. uncomfortable silence. So I hear Joe Biden's winning in his state of dementia. Thought that was nifty. Came up with a few campaign slogans. He seemed like he needs some help. I was thinking this might uh, stir the kids. Joe, well, Biden. That's the one I came up with. You guys like that one, I can tell. Uh, the other one was um, Biden, I guess it's his turn because that's how democracy works, apparently. People be like, Trump is racist. <laughs> 